Hi, this is Dave O'Rourke. I'm very happy you could spend a little time with me today and talk about a complex subject, the democratization of the single and multifamily office. We think this is a key and critical concern to all tax professionals. In fact, we don't believe that the democratization of the family office could happen without tax professionals. But as I say, the concept is complex. And it's a concept that we do our best every day to explain. Now, if in addition to listening to this short podcast, you'd like to learn more, I suggest you signing up for our, you sign up for our on-demand webinar, The Multifamily Office Difference. You can find a link to it and lots of other resources on our homepage at financialgravity.com. So without further ado, let me start this, this conversation about democratization by presenting to you a really simple sort of aphorism or truism, and that is this, a sports analogy. If you want to win Wimbledon, find out what Serena Williams has for breakfast. If you want truly satisfied wealth management clients, emulate the family office model and put tax pros in key director positions. Now, the rich get richer. You've heard that your whole life and you know probably because it's true. U.S. billionaires saw their collective wealth rise 62% in just the first 18 months of the recent pandemic, but juxtapose that statistic with this claim from the statement from Oxfam in the spring of 2022. The pandemic wiped out years of progress in reducing poverty and caused economic inequality to spike. 99% of humanity are worse off as a result. So what are the uber wealthy doing that your clients aren't? Although exact numbers are difficult to come by, one thing the super rich do is employ family offices to oversee and protect their wealth. Credit Suisse, which consults with family offices, has estimated that there may be as many as 10,000 single family offices in the USA. But because family offices are among the most private organizations in the world and have no centralized regulatory or reporting structure, we can't be sure how many they are, but we can observe that the wealthiest Americans have long been associated with family offices, and we know that they're getting a lot richer. For the growing wealth gap in America to close, the methods and practices of the richest families will need to democratize. Yes, it's true, family office services for the very wealthiest include lifestyle support, that isn't relevant to everyone else's needs. Most of us don't need our jets waxed, but anyone would benefit from having a team dedicated to their best interests. And there is very good news. Trends and technologies now make the family office model available to millions more families. And for the certified public accountant or enrolled agent, the news is very good. Indeed, the family office model virtually requires them in key client-facing roles. So why do family office clients do well, even during a pandemic? 
perhaps most importantly, is because they put a massive emphasis on after-tax growth. After income tax, of course, but also after capital gains. And crucially, after estate taxes. Investment management proceeds in the proper order. Taxes first, then math. Tax policy informs investment policy. And investment policy is made using strictly meritocratic objective decision-making. Now, it's also true that clients of family offices benefit from the coordination and cooperation of a team of experts in asset risk and wealth management. The absence of conflict among these professionals who aren't competing for commissions or fees typically produces an objectively superior result for the client family. Now, this combination of conflict-free coordinated advice delivered by true fiduciaries and almost always involving a CPA or EA would likely sound pretty wonderful to just about anyone. It starkly contrasts the confusing and conflicted world of financial product sales. Ask your clients if it sounds good and we think you'll hear a resounding yes. And note that we haven't mentioned what family offices invest in. Most families come to their family office with wealth created by the concentrated ownership of a company or real estate. But that corpus of wealth is only part of the story. The family office will need to have the balance of their assets managed. And you may be surprised how modest the expected and actual returns are on the asset classes often thought to be beyond the access of most families. Hedge funds have enjoyed an almost mythical reputation for creating fabulous wealth. And that may be true for some hedge fund managers. That 2% annual fee plus 20% of the profits arrangement can really add up for the manager of a large fund. But for the clients, hedge funds are, as their name implies, really more about managing risks than they are about creating outsized returns. In April of 2022, Motley Fool reported that the average annual return from 2011 through 2020 on the S&P 500 was 14.4%, almost three times higher than the 5% average return for hedge funds. You can also rule out real estate as that magic bullet for family offices. The compound annual growth rate for residential real, real estate in the United States between January 1991 and December 2021 was just 4.3%. Well, then it must be the private equity, you may say. But according to Family Office Hub, family offices make substantial allocations to private equity, 7% to funds and 14% in direct investments. That's one-fifth of all assets to private equity, a substantial number. However, in the 20 years from July 1999 through June 2020, PE produced average annual returns of 10.48%. Not exactly get rich quick. It's clear that how family offices are managed and who directs strategy is far more important than what they invest in. We suggest that that is true across all wealth cohorts. Everyone could benefit from a taxes first, conflict-free wealth management approach. 
This is why the tax pro is in an ideal position to lead the democratization of the family office. For the entrepreneurial tax pro who values their independence and prefers to own their own firm, the idea of owning a family office may seem fantastical. Think of the infrastructure and organizational challenges. Then consider the legal and compliance hurdles. Finally, how would they approach the communications and branding strategies necessary to make the change? For these reasons, 75% of CPAs have stayed in their tax compliance lanes and made no move into the broader financial services space. Now, however, CPAs have another and far more attractive option to starting their own firm, partnering with a multifamily office provider. Financial Gravity's turnkey multifamily office charter could provide a Goldilocks solution for the tax pro. They remain in their position as a client-facing tax expert and bring their gimlet-eyed discipline to the process of decision-making. And their charter partner does everything else. They provide the technology, business development, operations, service, and marketing support services, and share revenues with the tax pro. Under this model, the CPA's business benefits from new and diversified revenue streams. They verticalize their relationships with the clients they choose to work with. And the valuation of their firm reflects the durability not only of the revenues, but of the expected growth of assets under management over time. Working with a turnkey multifamily office charter could be the holy grail for the tax pro. A smaller but more significant and more profitable client base relief from the intense pressures of tax season, and an engine for valuation growth. Best of all, perhaps, is the opportunity to help their clients benefit from the model enjoyed by America's wealthiest families. To learn more about this subject and about our turnkey multifamily office charter and about our company in general, visit our website or homepage at financialgravity.com. We, we look forward to engaging with you. We hope to have a conversation with you. We look for your feedback. And I hope to see you at the next podcast. Thank you.